Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to the Believe in SoCal High School Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Connor Morissette. This podcast is powered by the Believe Podcast Network, LA's number one podcast network. If you like what you hear, please subscribe. We're available on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, all that good stuff. This is episode number two. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you've been following the news, then you know that the LA teacher strike came to an end on Tuesday night when the district and the union reached an agreement that put kids back in class on Wednesday as well as the teachers. I'm interested in how the strike affected LA high school sports. For the vast majority of athletes in LAUSD, they couldn't practice with their coach supervising, there were no games, and they couldn't use the facilities at their school that they're used to using because of the strike. I interviewed Lloyd Webster, who coaches boys basketball as well as track and field at King Drew High in Los Angeles. He's a full-time PE teacher and a department head at King Drew as well. I wanted to get his take on how he was affected by the strike, how his basketball team was affected, the students that he teaches. Coach Webster is here to answer all of those questions. This is the Believe in SoCal High School Sports Podcast. I'm Connor Morissette. On Monday, I covered the strike the first day, and I remember after you even sent me a little video of you from the picket line, you were interviewed by a news station. You have a lot of thoughts on this matter, so first question, kind of general, what do you have to say about the whole strike? And I'm sure you're happy it's finally over. You can get back to basketball. Absolutely. Uh, glad to be back with the kids. Uh, miss the kids. Miss, my, you know, miss the players. Missed our staff. We have a wonderful staff at King Drew, real family orientated. So just great to be back. And a lot of things uh, that needed to be addressed uh, were addressed. And, you know, moving forward, looking forward to having a great, great, great uh, public school uh, foundation that's been established with Mayor Garcetti and um, Butner and of course uh, Corporal Pluto uh, with uh, UCLA, so our UCLA president. So it's been a wonderful uh, experience hey, that we had to strike, but it just shows the unity of LA and the teachers and the community. So it's a beautiful thing. And coach, from a basketball perspective, the players on your team they couldn't practice with you there, and they couldn't do it at King Drew. It had to be off campus. I know that your players. Had some uh, off-campus practices, and we'll get to that in a second. But I think one thing that is really important for your guys, and it was too bad that this had to happen, but guys like Fidelis and Billy Clark, they missed opportunities to have uh, to play games, and they missed chances to get recruited because of the strike. And of course, that's going to hurt them a little bit. What are your thoughts there? That was really sad to see. Yes, you know, um, very, very. Missed a really, really important game on Monday. Um, of course, the Narbonne game is going to be rescheduled and the Washington Prep game is going to be rescheduled. We play Narbonne on Saturday, this coming uh, this Saturday. And then we, of course, uh, we play Washington Prep on Monday. So we're going to try to get some of those recruiters out to those two games. Unfortunately, for many of the colleges and the coaches, they're in season. 
So we did miss that Manwood game on uh, King Day. That 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 really did hurt. They're uh, recruiting a little bit, but we're just hoping that you know we can hopefully do well in those games, uh, and then you know make a, a playoff run. Um, it's unfortunate, but we got to keep going. We got to keep moving. Those guys are real still. Those guys are fired up about these up, upcoming games. They know how important they are, um, and we're just hoping that they do well in those games and those coaches can get an opportunity to see them play uh, during that time. Coach, as a teacher, are you happy with the resolution that came about between the district and the union? Are you happy with what ended up happening uh, with the bargaining? For the most part, yes. You know, the lowering the class size is very important. Having a nurse at the school every day, very important. Having a librarian at the school every day, very important. Looking into capping the charter schools so our schools are sold off to these charter school billionaires and millionaires, very important. Um, you know, I come from a public education background. I'm LA Unified School District. Uh, not only uh, student, but athlete. Did very well in athletics. Uh, went on to play college basketball through LA Unified School District Athletics. So I am just the biggest fan of LA Unified School District public school education all out. So I think that it was a win. Um, of course, a lot of people question the salary. They kind of felt like we should have gotten a little more. But, you know, at the end of the day, you can't get everything that you want. So we did get a lot of things addressed. And moving forward, we feel like if we could get some of these things put on the ballot and we can vote on it when some of these elections come up for more funding for public school education, we feel like, you know, moving forward, we can even get a, a better raise more for um, our students and athletes. Another teaching question for you. Being a department head and just being a teacher at a public school, when the strike first started, 95% of teachers, it seemed like, were on board. But then, of course, there were some who were afraid of the, the subs who were going to come in and they wanted to stick around at school and, and not cross the line. What was it like at, at King Drew? Were, were there, and you don't have to name anyone, of course, but was there any division among teachers when the strike first started about some who didn't want to, cross, or some who wanted to cross the line? For the most part, you know, we, we really didn't have uh, too many, you know, I didn't hear of anybody crossing. You know, it's a, it's a, it's a right to strike, Connor, you know, um, it's just a character thing. You know, some teachers chose not to pick it with us, but they didn't cross. Some teachers chose to come one day. Some teachers chose to come all days. You know, it's just depending on your character. You know, I chose to come every day. You know, those types of things, you know, I really get up for. I believe in standing up for what you believe in because I instill that in our players every day. I still that in, our, in my students every day. You know, if you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything, and that's my motto. So, you know, you have to stand up for what you believe in, you know. And for me, that was big. And I, I believe in practicing what you preach. So I kind of felt like most of the teachers that were out there picketing, they were leading by example. And that's what the students, you know, look at. That's what the community looks at. So those teachers that chose to not 
demonstrate with us or go down and rally with us. I don't have anything against them. Uh, I just look at it as a character thing. And, you know, they chose to do what they chose to do, and I chose to do what I chose to do. You know, I just, I just live with the things like that. That's just the type of person I am. Now that you've had a couple of days back with the students, and I'm sure you had a chance to talk to them before you guys went on strike, the feeling that I got interviewing students and being at schools during this time was that the vast majority, just like the vast majority of parents supported the teachers, a lot of the students did as well. What happened to these students during their time off? I'm sure a lot of them, like most kids, didn't end up going to school and, and they were supporting the teachers, but it was, you know, of course, when you're, where I come from in Massachusetts, you want to miss school if there's a snow day, but I couldn't imagine missing school because teachers are going on strike. What, what's the sense from the students now that everyone's back and teachers are back, students are back as well? You know, the, the students, like anything, um, kind of like the strike, and, how, you know, you've seen the 60,000 that came out to the rallies. And, and, you know, you've seen the mass amount of numbers. It's kind of like a support system, you know. Um, think, of, think about it as like a family. If your family isn't in a certain place, like, say, church or, um, you know, a certain vicinity that you're used to seeing them at, you feel empty without them. So when we weren't present, the students felt like they should have been present. And they weren't doing it to be rebellious or anything like that. They were doing it to support us. Um, and although it kind of seemed kind of, it got a kind of little bit political, they just made the choice to kind of stand behind us. Coach, how proud are you or were you of your team that they organized some off-campus practices without you being there, kind of did that on their own? I know some other teams in LAUSD did that as well, but how proud of you? How proud of your guys were you uh, when they did that? My thing was my thing is always following the rules and, and making sure things are done the right way. So those guys going off and working on the game individually and figuring out ways to still, you know, keep themselves involved and continue to get better. Once again, goes back to character. You know, I'm a big character guy. Um, you know, I, I oftentimes see the things that you guys, you know, do. Of course, you interviewing high-character players, high-character student-athletes. And that's the thing that I remind, we remind our guys all the time is to, no matter what you do, make sure that in the process you're doing the right thing. So those guys doing that showed a lot of leadership. It also showed that they know how to follow rules and they know how to do things uh, independently. So it says a lot about, it says a lot about our guys not only as a team, but individually, you know, all of those guys were able to collab. This speaks volumes about the program. The strike ended on Tuesday, and then on Wednesday, the city section said that teams could only practice and any games that were scheduled wouldn't be able to be played because coaches hadn't seen their players for a good amount of time. What were your thoughts on that rule? Did you think that that was a good idea to get a day of practicing before having any games? I don't know if you had a game scheduled or anything. Because one thought that I had was if there was a game, maybe try to play it and just evaluate your kids during the day at school. Just thoughts on that rule. I thought it was interesting. That's a tough one because if I'm, you know, in some leagues, some leagues are just a little bit stronger than others. I'm not going to even say a little bit. Some leagues are a lot more stronger than others in the L.A. City section. That, that's, a, that's a really, really tough one because in our league right now the teams are kind of subpar besides us and Washington so 
I kind of felt like all of our games should have been made up, uh, as opposed to like the Western League where Uni's a pretty solid team, Hamilton does okay, uh, Westchester, Fairfax, uh, Venice, uh, all pretty decent teams. Uh, also like Coliseum League teams, the Crenshaw, Dorsey, Viewpark, uh, Manual Arts, you know, these, these tougher leagues, I kind of feel like they may have needed more time to prepare, whereas in our league, not so much. Um, I kind of felt like we could have came back and played that Wednesday game. Wouldn't have hurt as much because, you know, it wouldn't have been Washington. So I would think that if you spoke with any coach, they would all have different views on that. Some coaches would have said they appreciated the extra day of practice. Some coaches probably would say it, it didn't matter. So, you know, it, it, it's just – it, just I think it just comes down to your league, you know, uh, as opposed to, like, if I was in the Trinity League, of course I would need a day to practice. But if I'm in our league, Imperial League, you know, no, I don't need a day. You know, uh, we, we were ready to go right away. So, it's just, it just has to be a lot to do with strip of conference or strip the schedule or um, strip the league, you know, whatever terminology you want to use. So, that's what it really came down to in my eyes. Certainly. And uh, two other questions for you. First, it's great that there has been a resolution and the strike is over, but do you think looking to the future that the strike, even the fact that it happened, will have a negative effect on LAUSD? Maybe parents of middle schoolers will say, oh, I'm better off sending my kid to a charter school or a private school or just maybe we do this again in a couple of years because this bargaining agreement is re relatively short. That could scare some parents away. Do you think the fact that there even is a strike and there could be another one in a few years is bad for LAUSD overall? Because you're a, clearly a big LAUSD guy, uh, but I'm sure that that has had uh, an effect on some parents. Absolutely. You know, it, you know, striking is never a thing that anybody wants to have to come to. And, you know, what people you know, forget is that it's been 30 years. So that's what I think parents need to pay attention to. You know, although you hear the threats or you may hear, oh, they may do it again in a couple of years, you know, look at the overall picture and look at what took place 30 years ago and what took place this last week. I think that it's important to look at that. I don't think that we should look at, oh, in a few years, it may, you know, it could happen again, or, you know, what, you know, teachers are going to strike, you know, LA Unified is shaky, you know, you can't trust Buner. I think that we need to take what has happened, look at it on the bright side, look at the strides that we made, look at the fact that a mayor was able to get involved. The governor was able to get involved. A super was able to get involved. The UCLA president was able to get involved. And they were all able to collaborate and form a relationship that could possibly last the next 10 years, the next 15 years, the next 20 years to prevent a strike. I'm tired of everybody looking at this as a negative. Let's look at it as a positive. We don't spend enough time looking at the bright side and looking at the good things that came out of it. We can, we constantly look at, 
oh, it could be another strike. Let's not look at that. Let's look at this as victory for everyone. And let's hope and pray that these things don't have to happen again because it only hurts the kid, the students, and it hurts us as teachers because we have to go out without pay. So we don't want to have to do that again. And, of course, the students don't want to have to go through that again. So the parents need to figure out ways to support us in the community, continue to rally behind us, and let's just, you know, you know, pray that this doesn't happen again. That's some great insight. I really appreciate it, Coach. And the last question for you is this. A resolution has happened, as I've stated multiple times. What do you still want to see occur in the future? You mentioned the pay raise could have been a little more. Is there Are there still things in the future that you're looking for as a teacher, just some basic uh, amenities within a new contract or something down the line, just stuff that you still think needs to happen, maybe charter school, regulation, what are you looking at in the future? I think I speak for every coach uh, in L.A. City section when I say this. But one thing that I would like to see from UTLA and L.A. Unified is them looking at the stipend for the coaches and looking at, you know, getting up to par with the southern section uh, uh, coaches and the southern section teams that compete in CIF. You know, we need to meet their standard. We need to be on the same page. You know, a city section opponent is no different from a southern section opponent. And a lot of times we we have a tendency to compare. You know, as coaches, we compare, like, you know, what's the difference between Bosco and Westchester? You know, uh, what's the difference between a Bosco coach getting paid a little more than a uh, city section coach? So, the the whole thing is about catching up and about, you know, being able to be on the same level as everyone else. You know, that's the whole thing that I would like to see change. I would like to see this, I would like to see them do something finally for the coaches. You know, we've done something for the teachers, but you know, I you know, I support the union, but I don't support that they never did anything for the coaches. So if you ask me what I would like to see in the future, I would like to see them revisit the stipends. I would like to see them kind of look at the coaches because if you look at the, if you look throughout the district, Ed Azam is 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 kind of like our, um, you know, the pillar. You know, he's the person that we look to as you know the winningest coach in LA City Section history at this point. You know. He mentioned something like that in the Daily Breeze about the union never doing anything for the coaches, um, LA Unified not even looking at that. So I think that it's important that the coaches continue to continue to collaborate and and uh, and maybe you know maybe we need to be talking about a walkout. You know maybe maybe the coaches need to stand up and say, hey, enough is enough. We need to be up to par with these seven section teams, these seven section coaches. Um, and you know that's really big um, to me, and especially after reading that in the Daily Breeze from uh, Coach Zam. Yeah, Coach, I totally agree with you. I think that the fact that the stipend hasn't really gone up since the '80s is 
embarrassing, and I, I hope that changes soon. That's Coach Lloyd Webster, the head basketball coach and track and field coach at King Drew High School, also a PE teacher. Coach Webb, I always appreciate your time. Thank you so much for coming on. Thanks, John. I appreciate you. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.